guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, episode 120, uh, entitled Stress and Loving Your Enemies. My name is Brad Siliker. I'm one of your hosts, and tonight joined by our other two hosts, Lucas Candy and Andrew Beckwith. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Very good. Good, good. Well, it's nice to see you guys. Sorry, sorry. I'm feeling a little blue. Uh, Get it? my blue shirt. Is <sighs> Andrew, from here, does that shirt look purple to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't even start. Like I'm wearing, I'm wearing purple. a blue shirt. Andrew, what color is your shirt underneath? It Don't is blue. It. Yeah, Don't but buddy, I'm. I wish I was joking. Can we? Can can people that are in chat? Can you let us know what you think? Oh, is Lucas wearing guys. blue or purple? Vote, vote, vote. <laughs> put up a poll. Put up a poll. Poll. <laughs> what color is his shirt? Thank you, Kelsey, for liking the stream. Would you mind chiming in and letting us know what color Lucas's shirt is this evening? Um, all right. Well, anyway, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club. My program is telling me that we're getting some skipped frames, so hopefully the stream is uh, is working well for you out there in the internet. And we're going to get right into the episode tonight, and we're going to we'll save all of the chat uh, in terms of sharing and liking and all that stuff for a little later. So mm -hmm. I'm going to, I believe, toss to Mr. Lucas Candy and. Right. Well, today I thought we would talk about a question. It's it's not fantastical in any way. It's pretty normal, but it's a question that we all we all have a struggle of some kind. And my question is, um, in in day to day social interactions, what normal run of the mill thing stresses you out? And it's not like obviously you know giving a big speech in front of the the company. I'm talking about the daily grind that you you have to do this thing like several times a week at least, and it just stresses you out more than you think it should. Um, my example, just to get the ball rolling, um, is remembering people's names on the spot. Um, even if I'm 96% sure I know this person's name, Brad. all it takes is that mustard seed of doubt. And I, and I will just, I, and I just, I, I freeze up and I think it all stems from, and I said, you know, usually I'll be like, Hey, there's the guy or Ooh. Hey buddy or whatever. Um, especially, oh man, if it's twins, I, which I do, because I, I work at a school. You actively avoid galore. them, eh? Oh my word. Okay. Here's the worst part. We have some identical twins in one of my classes and I, and I cannot tell them apart. And at the end of the class today, one of them came to me. It's almost like you knew this was the question I'd already printed it like two days ago. He said, Mr. Candy, my brother and I switched seats the entire class and you didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, um, yeah, I, I didn't want to bring it up, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice. So anyway, I think this all stems from an act, something that happened at camp, which is a, around 20 years ago now, uh, which is not a fun thing to say out loud. Uh, but anyway, we were, we, you know, you work at camp, you're, you're together all summer. We had a staff of like 20 people or so. And we were doing some big event and it was like the last week of camp. And we we're doing a thing where we had like pump up music and the staff comes in like, yeah, I'm like, it's. Andrew, it's Beckwith. And then that. someone who I've been working. Do you remember this? No, oh, I remember anyway. you doing oh, that though. Okay. So anyway, and then this person comes out who I've been working with all some all semester, all summer. 
and I know this person's name, but at that moment with all eyes on me and her being like, yeah, it's, and I'm like, you, and I said you, and I, and it, oh, it hurts me to even remember it. Her name's Janet. Janet, I know you, Janet. I felt so bad. And I, I wrote her a long apology note and said, I feel so bad. Like, obviously I know what your name is. Is that the same and Janet that I, we all know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Um, so anyway, and that would, that has scarred me for life. So anytime I'm even slightly doubtful, I just bounce. I, I can't that, do it. So that's my, that thing resonates, that resonates with me. I'm the same way with that. Like, uh, <laughs> if, even if I know, like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's for sure. The name I'm, I won't say it. I mm. will not say it. So what's your, just there's, there's what's so your default? Good you people go like that are really good at remembering names and like, you know, they act like you're, you're good friends and not like an annoying way, but like, Hey, how's it going? You know, so and so they say your name a lot just to prove that they know it. (laughs) Rubbing your face. I I do that. I I do that though. When, when I meet someone new, I very much try to work their name into the conversation at least five or six times just to get it in my head. What Mm -hmm. is your default then? Um, when you don't remember the name, cause this happens at, this happens everywhere. Um, usually I will, um, I, I just won't bring because no more normally it doesn't come up in a set like in, in a, like hey, what's my name? Tell me right now. Yeah. Right? Like it doesn't normally come up. <laughs> no, I just no, avoid it. Uh, I just mean when you I'll have to like, say hello to someone and you forget their name, what is your default go to besides just sweating and walking hey, how's away? It going? Hey, how's it going? You know, there's no need to make it personal and get into names. Uh, and you know, but here's the thing. Anybody, if I, I may not remember their name a hundred, even if I either, either I don't remember it or I'm not hundred percent sure I can tell you five things about that person. Like I remember facts about people really well. Um, but I, but every now and then names just one, don't know your name of it. Two, smell like sandalwood. <laughs> Three. <laughs> My problem is when I'm meeting somebody, I'm so focused on like greeting them and stuff. Yes. I don't even listen to what their name is. No. <laughs> I'm like, Hello. What and else like, is oh, there? Man. I'm like, I'm like, okay, what's my name? Oh, it's Andrew. Yeah. I'm Andrew. And then you're like, <laughs> Matthew okay. Canhai, thank you for liking the stream. Sorry, fellas. It sucks that you guys can't <laughs> see these alerts as they come up. You have to wait because you don't get to respond in the moment. Anyway, yeah. let me tell you mine. Yes, please do. Mine is making phone calls. Because you forget their names. I would 100% rather drive somewhere and go in in person and ask somebody a question than like call a store or, you know, call whoever, like a stranger. I would rather go there and be like, hey, I'm wondering this, than call on the phone. I don't know why. It just stresses me right out. Really? Huh. Yeah. I used to be more like that, but I have to I have to call more and more people for my job. So I've gotten over it. Um, but first thing I do is I get out a piece of paper and a pen my memory so bad and I'll write their name because again, my fear is I'm going to call them and then immediately forget their name. So I will <laughs> yeah. write their name down. First things first. If I know nothing else, I will know their name. <laughs> Brad just called me to troll me, but I, I wanted to put it to the test. I wanted to see if you started sweating on camera. The phone rings and Andrew just sinks, It's mostly just like if I need to call up. like a business or something and like ask them a question I, and you're like, 
I right. don't know. I just hate it. I get that. Rather- I, I'm, I'm on call patrol right now for, uh, we have to replace a couch and a love seat for like the third time with the brick. Uh, definitely not a sponsor. Not interested. How, how are you wearing out couches that fast? It, do we need to know? Is it, this no, it has, some, it has something to do with uh, the material, the wood that they've used for the armrest specifically. It's really thin. And if you apply too much pressure on an armrest, uh, it just breaks. Uh, if you can't flop down on a couch, that's the couch's that's fault. I'm- agreed. And then I noticed Jaden like jumping from couch to couch and using the armrests as springboard. So that might have something to do with it. <laughs> might be a little bit. Of, I'm going to delete uh, that from there. this after. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, mine is potlucks. And, and I think it's, I think mm. it's more the only child syndrome where I was always used to having a full plate of food for myself. I never had to fend for myself. It was always provided. <laughs> and a potluck seems like a battle royale Thrown style. Into the wild. Yeah, it just, it just, it's because I'm hungry. And, and, you know, when you're hungry, your mind is like, okay, I've got to get food. But holy smokes, there's 60, 70 other people that are thinking the same thing as me. So how do I get ahead of them? And the worst thing is, is when you're the pastor, there's this leadership book and or a leadership uh, principle I remember hearing a long time ago, and it's always stuck with me, was that leaders eat last. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that the, the appropriate thing for the leader to do is to let everyone else go and you come up on the Get end. Get all the good food. And, and th- that is the mark of a good leader. I'm working on that. <laughs> Can I just uh, do a little side story there? Please. I may have do. sold the story before, but I worked somewhere... And we lived there and we ate there and the guy in charge or whatever said that to everybody, like leaders eat last. And so at supper time, it would be time to eat and nobody would go get any food because nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted to be the first one. And I was so sick of it. And I'd be, I'd be like, whatever. And I'd always just go because everyone's just standing around, <laughs> staring at the food because no one wanted to be the person that ate first. Yeah. Anyways, continue. the horrible well, human being. The life hack is have children because yeah, yeah. Because then good. you've got, then you've got to get them to the front to get them fed first. And since you're grabbing two plates for the kids. You grab a plate for yourself. I mean, you want to be efficient, but I like and e- and even <laughs> efficiency is important. It is, but even yeah. going like we were we were recently we recently went out to a friend's. We were invited, and um, and there was the two of them, and then the four of us, my family. But then there were two others: their their son and the son's girlfriend. And they were talking like there was steak, there was lobster, there was chicken, Ooh. there was this. Uh, Toblerone, That's no Toblerone peanut butter cheesecake. Oh, it was so good. There was like this cauliflower all done up really, really nice, like with spices and all this kind of stuff and baked. And there was what they called smashed potatoes. Anyway, the point is there was enough food for everyone, but I didn't know. Still wanted to get in there first. I didn't know that. And so like they're cooking it and we're in the living room and I'm like, I'm sitting there feeling this little like, okay, there's. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You're doing steak math. I'm doing I'm doing math and including my family as the enemy now. And <laughs> and trying to figure out like, okay, how do I get to the table before everyone else? And is that appropriate as the guest? Probably not. <laughs> and then I just sat there and went, What is wrong with me? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's so for me, potlucks, things like that went around food and more than more than myself. Uh, I get a little uncomfortable just because I feel like I've got to, 
I've got to get there before it or it's gone. Also, my potlucks. Oh, oh, well, just just I want to clear up the whole blue purple thing. This is the the white gold or is it um, whatever? Uh, so everyone, you know, Kelsey and Derwin both say that it's blue. So then I looked up. Yep. I looked away from my what I'm looking at on my main monitor, which I'm mm-hmm. controlling the live stream with, and I looked up at a different monitor that has the Zoom call on it. And you're sure it's blue there and purple down here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway. Well, to just make one last comment before we move on, as far as potlucks go, I had similar situations because for me, it wasn't an only child thing. It wasn't, I'm a picky eater who only has like a limited number of things I want to eat. And there's only so much buttered bread that someone brings and cheese cubes. And we're really, and for me, that was it. Because you got your buttered bread, you got your cheese cubes, you got your mystery casseroles and you don't know what's in there, but you know it's seven layers of stuff I don't want. And then uh, it's... (laughs) And then it's like weird sandwiches that like, again, it's just like, who knows what's in that mix. And if there's like cherries and cream cheese. I'm here. I'm with you, Lucas. Solidarity. Yeah. Oh, but then someone would bring, and it was like, um, it was called like apple juice can brown bread. And it's like made in an apple, you know, it's, it's, it's brown bread made in an apple juice can. And so it's like Um, circular. We weren't around in the depression, during the depression, Lucas, we don't know what that's like. Oh boys, it was it was pretty amazing. But I remember one time someone brought pizza to a potluck at Penobscot Baptist Church, and we're like 15 minutes what away a from power pizza move. Place. Yeah. Oh I yeah. I know. Except I'm there, and I'm like doing the math. I'm like, okay, there's like 100 people here, and there's uh, let's see, eight pieces of pizza. I'm like, <laughs> like this is not look good for me. <laughs> brought one pizza, pizza. <laughs> on that. Well, I mean, my, it's like one casserole, so I guess one of my favorite moves for like Thanksgiving dinners or family dinners is when someone that's supposed to bring something totally biffs it and just drives straight to KFC and brings a big old yeah. bucket of chicken. Uh, that who's person, not excited about that? That person though. is my hero. I actually had a staff party. We had a, we had a potluck staff party at my school and it was like two years ago and I still remember it. And it was like great food. But then this one girl, she comes in late and she had like, I don't know, a thousand dollars worth of KFC or whatever it was. It was a lot of KFC. What? Oh my word. And, well, not really a thousand, but like, I was like, that's a lot of money you spend on your, on your meal. But it was awesome because I had at least two pieces of chicken and I was not being like a big about it. Like everyone had a bunch of chicken. Uh, but anyhow, that so... That would be our things that we stress about. So if you're in the chat, feel free to throw in what's a normal everyday social situation that stresses you out and makes you get a little bit of that flop sweat or whatever it's called. All right. So flop? next up, you, you heard that? Flop? It's like when you're stressing out. About, yeah, I've read it in books all the time. It's like when you're stressed out about you something. You need to read different books, buddy. <laughs> all right. Well, it's time for the catch up. I don't remember if there's a stinger. I don't think there ever is, but I think Bye-bye. I just think there is. <laughs> okay, so catch up. Uh, so, Brad, what have you been up to this week? Okay, well, uh, so I think it was the previous week, Lucas. Did you and I share about how much I hate apple picking? Uh, yes, you did. Yeah, I've gone apple picking since then. I saw. So <laughs> what what, is, what has gone on for me this week is I've determined that if I say something that I don't like on the podcast, somehow it inevitably comes up during my week as something I now must participate in. So... Your wife is also what watches the podcast. She, so, I mean, that's that was that she was a watches new, the podcast. So, uh, in that, I do not want to pre order an Xbox One this week. If there was anything I don't want to do, <laughs> I do not want to pre order an Xbox. I mean, an Xbox Series, Series X. X. <laughs> <laughs> Name and claim it, my friend. Name and claim it. Uh, yeah, that's good theology. 
Uh, oh man, I've got a, I really, I've got a really good holy huddle for us for next week on uh, something I read today in, in my theology, theology course. We'll see. Uh, so we went <laughs> apple picking, and uh, and turns out the the orchard that we went to is literally uh, at the end of this street, and then. Like it was, it was five minutes There's away. There's an orchard in Charlottetown. Yeah. Like. So you were apple picking a total, drive included, fifteen minutes. Uh, so <laughs> it's funny because the the person I think Brad should say he doesn't like buying Dodge Rams from Scotty. <laughs> you know what I don't like? I don't like the quality and comfort of the Dodge Ram. And I hear the 2021s are in, so I mean, you got to get down there I for do. that. I I have an idea step. that I think we should do, and I, it was from Scotty, but I'll I'll save it for later if we have time. If not, make sure that we talk later. Scotty put something on Facebook today that made me think. Oh, I think we have we could have a fun game. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so so we went apple picking, and yes, Andrew, to to your point. Now the apple picking went on longer, but in terms of my engagement with apple picking, um. We the first thing we did by by mistake was go down the wrong stinking aisle. I like gala apples, and so if I I have at least a gala apple a day, um, and if oh holy smokes, Kelsey's coming in here anyway. Um, so so we went. We knew where the gala apples were, and then all of a sudden, all the kids and there was uh, like six or seven kids. They all just went for the first row, but we needed to go like twelve rows. Uh, further, and they just made a beeline, and we're going through. I forget what crappy apple it was. Um, name- Some garbage apple, oh. like Granny Smith. No, Macintosh. I don't even. Hey, I, don't- I love Macintosh. Don't you besmirch Macintosh? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I don't like them. It wasn't a gala apple, and so the worst thing was is what looked. It, they looked like little aisles or little rows, but then you get to the end say, and realize no. Then you realize that the the field goes on like a a corner, and they're longer, and so you're walking anyway. We went and and the kids gra- grabbed a couple apples, but it was five dollars a pound. No, two dollars. It was it was crazy expensive. Those are urban orchard prices, I would say. The guy brought a bag of apples out to give us some some perspective. It might have been two dollars a pound, and and it was like it was not a lot. And he goes, you know, this bag is five dollars, and I, and I thought this is this is a joke. But the point is, the point of apple picking, in my opinion, is to get pictures of you and your family. Hundred percent, and that's it. It's not about the apples. So we did that. That was fine. And and then the only other thing that I can really think of throughout the week that was of any significance. I mean, lots of great stuff happened and and all that. But I've had a coffee revelation. I I've been heavily sure. heavily invested in Kirkland brand coffee. Back when I used to do the not a sponsor segments on the the podcast, Kirkland was one of them because of how much I like their breakfast blend coffee uh, available at Costco. And roasted by Starbucks. And I've what's that? Roasted by Starbucks. Are you being legit? Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought it did. Oh, now we lost them. Are you wearing? Never mind. I unplugged my headphones. I can't hear a thing. Is the podcast still happening? Oh yes, just uh, dead air while we react to what you may or may not be wearing. Oh, you're you're talking about K cups. Oh yeah. Oh sorry, no, I was talking about uh, like the actual big bags of. My wife buys whole buys whole beans, <laughs> so I guess she's a better coffee drinker my than wife you. Buy whole uh, beans in the hierarchy of uh, coffee drinkers. Whatever, man. I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> so. Uh, 
so a, a friend from church has, has been consistently buying me McDonald's coffee. Every time there's an event or something that we're here at, he'll be like, you want a coffee? And I'm just sure. And I absolutely love McDonald's coffee to the point. Solid. It is very solid to the point where I am now. I'm, I mean, I've got like 250 of these left, but, ah, but after that, but after that. Uh, I, I've already put my order in for um, my mother-in-law. We're going to Moncton this coming weekend, and so she asked if I needed anything at Costco, and I do. And but you can get McDonald's K cups at Costco apparently. So she's picked up a box, and I'm making the switch away from Kirkland, fully into McDonald's. Wow. Last thing on that: Did you know that the recipe that they're u- currently using was the recipe that Tim Hortons used, but Tim's changed their supplier of coffee, and McDonald's now has that supplier. McDonald's coffee really? in its current form the more is you know. old Tim's. The more you know. The um, when I remember when when McDonald's was doing those like free weeks of coffee like every summer or whatever. Like yeah. that was smart. I know that my parents definitely switched over when they did that. So oh, these, oh. I've already yes. I've done one of these already and was so pumped to go and get my coffee. And so I get there and I drink a large black coffee. Hint hint. And um, see, this is why the mics off, or the cameras. If off anybody to the wants side. to mail him a coffee, they can. And I drink my coffee black and large. Hint, hint. Anyway, uh, so I go and I'm super pumped to get a free coffee, and I order it. I pull up and I hand this thing, and it is full. This one's not, but the one was full. And he goes, <laughs> you "Keep your thumb over the bottom ones." <laughs> he goes, uh, "That'll be twenty five cents." And I'm like, "Excuse uh. me." So I want, large. I want you to keep in mind that every one of these seven coffees had been a large uh-huh. and you can only get a medium for free. Come on, McDonald's, pull your act yeah. together. That does seem a little I was stingy. not loving that. <laughs> I saw All you right. drinking a uh, coffee on uh, Sunday. I saw you sipping uh, away that on that. Me. That was me, man. That was you. I did that. Sipping, sipping. Uh, Andrew, tell me about your week. All right. Well, uh, I got some highs and some lows. It's been an interesting Ooh. couple. It's been an interesting couple weeks. So I'm take us on that roller coaster. This is just a venting session for me. Ooh, you're all the best uh, with no with no humor at all. So buckle up. <laughs> wow. Uh, but uh, no, it's been there's been some really good stuff. We got back to meeting in church in person, and mm-hmm. uh, I've been just working like crazy because we wanted to be able to live stream. We weren't live streaming before. We were just pre-recording everything and uploading it. And so the last like two weeks, going on three weeks now, I've just been me like going like crazy, setting everything up. And we've done it two weeks now and it's gone really smooth and worked and everyone seems to be pretty happy. So that's been really awesome for me. I've really enjoyed getting that all up and running. Is this the high or the low? This is the high. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, so that's been really great. So I, I've enjoyed, I really enjoy that stuff. Like I think we all really do. And yep. I got my production studio set up, Brad. Nice. Ooh. It's really balling. You got pictures? Send a pictures. <laughs> I'll send a picture sometime. Great. Yeah, uh, we'll and so, that. yeah, it's been really fun doing that. And I'm really pumped that everything works because, I mean, Brad and I have been talking all summer about like, what are you doing? And whoa, I'm buying this. And, uh, you know, I had all the theories in my head of like how it was going to work and no idea if it would. And uh, it seems to be. So we're happy with that. Now, I mentioned how stressed a couple... were you on the first day? Oh, like, well, the first day was hilarious <laughs> because I didn't have everything I needed to really make it work. And so I only had so much cable 
Um, to, and I had a gift from. Oh, yeah, darn it. I had a gift from it. a computer that was in one area because I only had so much cable. I had to have the computer in a certain area and I had to have the camera at the back. And so I had like the main switcher area kind of in the middle of that in a hallway, <laughs> like literally in a hallway. Yep. And people were like scooting by me. I'm like scooting in. I'm like, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> And so I had like a cord coming from one way and a cord coming from the other. And it just barely like got it working. And I'm sitting in the hallway. I'm like, this is so awesome. I'm like, uh, but so yeah, that was the first week. And, and then after that, I got the cable I needed and slowly figure everything out. So that was, it's been good. Um, and I'm almost like today I kind of got like everything finally organized and, I'm like I don't want to go back to my office. I like this this room better. <laughs> but, uh, but I mentioned yeah, that's, that's the high. My low is I mentioned a couple of weeks ago where kids were going back to daycare and it's not gone well. <laughs> it's been <laughs> it's been rough and uh, I feel so bad because Oliver, who's the more aware of what's going on, is just not loving it. He like has fun when he's there. Like they say, Oh, he had a blast. He had did so much stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets home and he just like unloads. And uh, so it's been a interesting couple of weeks. We think he'll power through and eventually get there, but you just huh. never know for sure. So that's been, that's been rough for us and tiring and wrestling with that and trying to be patient and find different responses to, I don't want to go to daycare <laughs> When he's because I heard that a lot, and it's like, well, that didn't work last time. So, what can I say this time? Nope, that didn't work either. Uh, How loud does this car volume go anyway? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I want you to so, know that anyways. that we uh, we we spent some time talking about you last week when you were not with us. Really, very, yeah. very. Oh, much- and that's why I wasn't there because it was like major meltdown that night. You're a good dad, um, Andrew. I literally just laid in bed for hours and then I fell asleep, which doesn't feel great when you wake up after falling asleep. <laughs> um, so anyways, that's my low, but we're, we're glad that Lincoln is kind of, he's gotten almost to the point where he's good. He's just like, we get there and he's just like, here, I will go now. <laughs> but all, but Oliver's, Farewell, Papa. Oliver's hey, not. Mother, father. <laughs> good morrow to you. So anyways, that's <laughs> our life right now. It's been like really busy and, just up and down each day and stuff. So hmm. good and bad. Such is life. So, so now that now you're like, I just want to go run cables and, and yeah, and it's my uh, escape. The like, I'm gonna go take everything apart and redo it. <laughs> yep. That's right. Hey. Oh, there we go. I got. I do have a question. Um, how are you mixing your live stream audio? Uh, we are using a monitor bus off of your X32. Uh, we uh we don't have a thirty two. We have a sixteen. Okay. We're we're, yeah, but yeah, we're just using a monitor bus. Okay. And then you just run that. Are you just sending your audio into? Sorry, this is not the time or place. But you're just <laughs> sending your audio into the computer through USB, or are you sending it? In, I'm sending XLR? it into the switcher, into the switcher oh. through uh through just a headphone jack, basically. Okay, so. Switcher. Yeah. Coming out of the soundboard into the A10 Mini. Well, the A10. Yeah. You get the Pro, right? Yeah. Mm. You, you got to get the Pro, guys. Come you on got, now. Got to get the Pro. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> but yeah, that's how All we're right. doing it. We're still that's we're still figuring that out. Is the audio is getting figuring the best? It sounds okay, but thanks, Tyler, I know it for the like. Better. 
Yeah, we're doing we're doing a similar thing where we're sending our. You know what? We'll talk later. <laughs> join, join us uh, next week when it's the AV podcast. Oh <laughs> talk with Andrew and Brad. Um, I, I will say this: we were supposed to do last week. We were supposed to do a recording session with the worship team, and while while the worship team is is singing and doing their thing, I'm working with our people in the back. We've got um, there's a, a gentleman. His name is Dan, who like does sound as a living. And so he was, he's been coming and helping our sound guys get acclimated to the new board and what it can do and all that. And then I've been working with the people on the computer, like Kelsey, who has, uh, who's watching and has taken some fantastic initiative. Kelsey, I fixed pro presenter. Uh, anyway. Um, but while we were trying to, while I was doing that on last Wednesday, everything in the tech room went to, um, garbage. I know I said crap earlier, but I don't feel like saying it again. And, and what was like audio that was supposed to get recorded just didn't and vi- and it was just not good. So we're done with recording for now. What we're going to start doing are full-blown tech rehearsals. We're going to run everything as though we were running it. Um, if we're going to, we'll hit record. And if we get some gold, great. <laughs> um, but we, we are not ready for live stream yet, but we will be. We've got the gear and we've got really good people. So that's all you need. There you go. All right. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, anything else to add? Lucas, oh. did you do anything this week? Oh, buddy. Uh, yeah. Yes, I did, actually. Um, well, <laughs> I had uh, some water issues. We uh, we had a thing where if you were in the shower and anyone used anything else in the house, you had no water in the shower. It's just like, What? <laughs> what? And (laughs) yeah. And I mean, look at all this hair I have to shampoo. Right. So, and so what I said, I I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try to figure it out, you know, watch the YouTube videos and be a man and fix it. And I watched, you know, like like that SpongeBob thing a few moments later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so it was like, it was like Thursday night and I was like figuring this stuff, trying to figure it out. And I kind of figured some stuff it might be, but I wasn't sure anyway. But then I thought, wait a second. Tomorrow is Melissa's half day off, and it's the only day there's anybody who's going to be around for business day, hours. Never mind. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> New Brunswick had a half day. Uh, and I'm like, if I'm going to call a plumber, it's either tomorrow or a week from tomorrow. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to pull the trigger. And I called them up, and it's great. And it always feels good when you call on a professional, and then you find out that it was something you never would have figured out on your own. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I feel like, okay, I'm 100% justified because it would have been a week of me being like, I'm still thinking about it and working on it or whatever. And they came and they fixed it pretty quick. Except for at one point, the guy called and asked me questions, like, as in like, how do you think I should do this? I'm like, I don't know. That's why I called you. He's like, he's like, well, I, 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 I got to replace this valve, but then I got to drain the, drain the water out of your pressure tank. How do you, how do you think I should do that? And I was like, I don't, man, I, if I knew that. I would have been done doing it myself. I was like, maybe you have a boss or someone you can call, or maybe you can Google it. I don't know. <laughs> like, anyway, so what he got, was he the problem? Figured out. Um, in the end, it was oh, the valve where you turn the water on and off to the tank because I was I have to open or close it to take out my water filter. Anyway, like the hot water. It tank? was like uh, no, like the pressure tank because when you live on a well, you have a pressure well. tank to maintain. Yeah, this is just turning into tech talk. Uh, it's just exciting. But anyway, uh, plumbing with Lucas. Uh, and, the, and the guy Lucas hired, um, and, but so what that valve, like basically just 
corroded inside. So when I was turning it, it wasn't opening and I thought it was. So that's why there was no actual problem with the system, except for there's one thing that he replaced. So, so that's the only a wall, little bit of water was coming out enough to. Just to give a couple drips and yeah, yeah, exactly. Just enough to, to fake it. Uh, and then finally, uh, I feel good because I'm getting today. I, w- I stopped and I bought a bunch of uh, wood pellets for my pellet stove, and I ordered propane for my for my for our fireplace. So I feel like I'm Big getting ready for winter. Plumbers, uh, although propane. Plumbers. Wow, man! <laughs> Government half days. <laughs> Let's live in the life. And it's funny because normally I don't ha- I don't get it early. Why, why, early on, because I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend that money. But then I'm like, I'm going to spend it anyway. But then especially the propane, because the propane, our family loves the propane fireplace just because it looks good. It sounds cool. And it, it feels really warm. Um, All the but right the problem reasons. is the sooner we get it, the sooner we use it. So yeah. and the sooner we use it, the sooner we have to buy more of it. So that's why I wouldn't get it to like it was like our first like unveiling of it would basically April. be like Christmas time. <laughs> it's like a April. Christmas treat. Uh when we first bought the house, because we didn't have a lot of money, basically, I'm like, okay, well, this is our one one load of propane. So whenever it dies, we're not using propane anymore. Um, but the last couple of years, we've actually, you know, not to brag, but we've ordered multiple tanks of propane. Wow. <laughs> multiple. Now, He's going to mind, Costco, the, getting tanks from Costco. Just get them under both arms. <laughs> I'm putting in those camping ones, you know, I just, just one at a time. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm getting, I'm, I'm putting on my winter weight. I'm getting heat stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for winter. Uh, so I think, so I think we're ready for the snow to fly whenever, uh, and I put my pool away. That was a whole other ordeal. So I, we'll see if, if I did a good enough job taking my pool down, that it will go up again in the spring, but that's a, that's a springtime Lucas. That's 2021 Lucas's problem. Future we'll see if Lucas, I did a good enough future job. Lucas. Future Lucas's problem. All right. So, uh, next up we have Mr. Brad and the SMORP. Ladies and gentlemen, SMORP is an acronym, which means scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And basically, this is a system that we use. I'm sure those that are watching have seen this, but just in case, this is a system that we use uh, where we look at a piece of scripture and then we go down through each of these different uh, headers. And uh, so SMORP is an acronym. And what we're going to do right now is uh, is look at, we're going to look at a piece of scripture from Matthew, Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 to 48. And uh, the word should be here up on the screen in just a second. I'm going to have to look this way. It says this, uh, Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 to 48, and the header on this one is loving your enemy. Uh, Jesus is speaking and he says, you've heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. Uh, Do you guys want another pass through or are we okay on that one? Lucas is messing with his earbuds. This you really messed me up because you're reading a different uh, translation than the one that's here. <laughs> oh, oh, classic Brad. Oh no. Oh, Andrew, you're gonna love this. I accidentally, oh, no. I accidentally read the NIV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. You want me to? You want me to switch it up in our in our notes? Yeah. Oh, Do it. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely something that's easy to do on the fly. 
Uh, let me get that. So, would you like me to talk about while you're doing that? Which words popped out at me? Maybe. Well, so well, th- th- are the words in the NIV or in the are they in the ESV? Uh, right up here. here okay. Uh, yeah. So what we're gonna do? There's the uh, there's the scripture. What we're gonna look at now is the first part of Smorp, which is scripture. And the questions before us are: What words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? What does the scripture tell me about the nature and work of God? And feel free, we would encourage you to make, uh, SMORP is meant to be something that's written down in a journal and used daily. Uh, so if, if you want to, write all this down, and is there a scripture you could begin to memorize? So I guess the, what words, phrases, or observations stood out to you? And Lucas, you seem to be ready to go. Uh, I, the pray for those who persecute you one. Oh, no, now the words are all changed. But yeah, pray for those who persecute you. <laughs> I was afraid that might happen. Pray for those. Okay. Uh, Andrew? Um, do not even pagans do that. Hmm. Uh, yeah. For me, mm. for me, the phrases that have jumped out, uh, obviously, I'm with you on, on both counts, but you have heard it said, and then, but I tell you. Mm-hmm. Those are the two phrases that jumped out at me, and obviously the content in between those. Uh, all right, so I'm, I'm going to continue on with, um, does anybody want to touch on what did this scripture talk tell us about the nature of God? That he's countercultural. Mm. Yep. So you've heard it said, as in like, hey, that's what, here's what people say. Don't take my message. Don't I take say. my message. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> you asked him to. I, I, you know, I did. So the message part is, what do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Do you have a question for God? And don't steal Brad's thunder. <laughs> um, talk about the persecute you thing. Like, it, it's often, it's funny because like you think like, oh, like I don't get, a, you know, in North America, you don't get a ton of persecution, but uh, you, a lot of people don't anyway. Um, it's funny, but for me, persecute you stands out because, um, as a young teacher and I would pro- imagine as a young, you know, youth pastor, there's probably those, a couple kids that you're like, Oh, you kind of hope they don't show up that day. And like, you know, like for, you know, when I'm my first couple years of teaching, there were those kids that you know, like, you kind of felt persecuted by them. Like, cause it's like, they like to push your buttons on purpose. And, you know, and when, when you're a young teacher, you usually, you're not great at classroom management and all that stuff. And, and, you know, the, and the, but the idea of like, pray for those kids, like, don't be like, oh, I hope they don't come to school today or oh, whatever. Yes, it is easier sometimes, but pray for them. Mm-hmm. Because what I found out as I've gotten older, that without exception, those kids have like a super hard story. Like there's a reason that they're like that. Um, and the same thing with your, with enemies, you know, if people who are, whether they're people on Twitter or people like in your actual life that just kind of you rub each other the wrong way and you're so different in your viewpoints, like pray for those people because maybe no one else is. And there's a reason that they're like that. And also maybe you need some, to do some soul searching too about something. Hmm. So that's what popped off. Yeah. I mean, awesome. Thanks Lucas. Andrew, anything that you wanted to, to add in there? <clears throat> um, for me, I mean, with the, you know, do not even pagans do that, that whole verse 46, 47, 48. So mm. if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? are not even tax collectors doing that? Are they not loving the people who love them? 
You know, yeah. if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than other people are doing? Do right. not even peg and see that. So it's just a reminder of how we need to set ourselves apart and just be better and, you know, raise those standards and, and especially in the church world, mm-hmm. it's so easy to just get caught up in your own little bubble. And, you know, even though we're encouraged to have bubbles right now, uh, yeah. boom, boom. Uh, it's so easy to get caught up in that and just be comfortable. And um, the reality is, you know, let's, you're not doing anything different. <laughs> even if you're showing up at church on Sunday, you're not doing anything different really than a pagan or whoever who's, yeah. you know, just sticking to their own crew as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's just that reminder of, um, and especially right now it is, it's, you know, been really difficult to, you know, do ministry, um, but also be mindful of the rules and regulations and things that are going on and having to, you know, be creative and, and still try to connect with people outside the church. But, you know, people not, you know, there's just so much going on right now that it's even more, um, mindful i guess and something that's been on my mind lately hmm. thanks andrew like it yep um so what stood out for me in terms of message was and lucas you touched on it and i you know i said you stole my thunder but you didn't <laughs> uh, this is shared thunder um was this whole thing about you've heard it said and but i tell you and and when i read you've heard it said you know, that's Jesus telling the crowd, well, who would they have heard love your neighbor and hate your enemy said from? Who was, who was teaching that? And, and it was the religious leaders. It was the government. It was the day-to-day interactions. It was, you know, the culture, like you were saying, Lucas, uh, was love your neighbor and hate your enemy. And that that was completely acceptable and you were totally within your right to do so. And then Jesus said, but I am going to tell you something that's better. And I'm going to call you to something that is uh, holy and love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Because Jesus, Jesus was, he was, he was calling us to more. He was calling us to transformed hearts and restoration and reconciliation with one another. And when I read this, it honestly put me in, in um, mind of where we are right now if you turn the news on for at least two minutes. And you see all over the place. And it's not, you know, it'd be easy to say, well, that only happens in the United States. You know, if you want to talk about a fractured country right now, you could say, well, that's just the United States. I'm sorry. No, it's not. We're seeing, um, and we're, we're seeing the results of what COVID, you know, there are more things that are that are taking place and people getting sick because of COVID. Like with you know with COVID, there there are people that are getting fractured and upset, and and people are fighting over Facebook and they're fighting over Twitter and they're railing against the leaders and they're railing against one another because they have different ideas. Some people think PEI's done fantastic. Other people think that they've got their head in the sand and they they need to open things up and and all like we're finding right now that there's so much fracture and, and people feel the other thing that, that we promote in our culture right now is basically if you have a different opinion than me, then we must be enemies. We can't be friends and have different opinions. And, and so, and then if you've got a different opinion than me, then you're canceled, right? Like that's, that's what happens right now. 
And so I look at this and I'm looking around me thinking, man, right now the world is screaming, hate your enemy, hate your enemy and love those that are like you. Only love those that share the same ideas and only love those that, sh- that dress the same and, you know, have the same job or income or, or whatever. And hate those other people that, that <laughs> are different than you, that, that have different religious views than you, that have different ideologies and all this kind of stuff. And Jesus comes in and he said, hold up. Absolutely not. Love your enemies and pray for those people that persecute you. And, and when, when we get down to repentance, I've, I've got a doozy in the chamber because, mm. man, I have not, I, I haven't done that well, always. Have there been times where I go there? Yeah, but that doesn't come naturally for me. I, and so to me, the message that I'm hearing is this, especially where we are. I mean, it's, it's always applicable, but especially where we are right now is to love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. And and I don't know how to say this and, and make it make sense, but that is more than just going on Facebook and getting into some argument and going, well, I'll pray for you. If that makes sense, like I have a hard time with, with these conversations and arguments and all that taking place on Facebook, but that's just me. We're also live on Facebook right now. So maybe I, I don't know if I can have my cake and eat it too. Um, but to me, it is, if there was ever a time for me to really you know, be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. If there was ever a time for me to, to take the call to holiness, it looks like that. It looks like love. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean I have to agree with these people. I'm not called to agree with everyone, but I am called to love them. There, I've preached. That's got to count for something. <laughs> do, I get, do I get five minutes off on Sunday? You must get some CE credits sure. for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anything else, guys, before we move on to the obedience part? No. All right. So uh, obedience, uh, after you've kind of heard from the Lord and what he's saying to you and bring into mind, now what we want is to, to think about, how, okay, great. And we got to put it in practice. Write down one step of obedience that you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. Uh, make a list of all my enemies and start praying for them. I don't think that's what, I don't think that's what he's calling <laughs> me to. Enemies lists. A little black book. <laughs> uh, do you guys, anybody want to jump on it? I think for me, oh, go ahead. Uh, with, you know, what I had mentioned before is, I guess, not not using COVID as an excuse. It's not, not so much that I am, but almost like not being okay with it being a barrier. Like I could easily say like, oh, it's it's too hard or it's not my fault or whatever. Um, but I think in terms of, you know, loving others and reaching out to others and, and setting ourselves apart, I think for me, I need to stop being discouraged or feel like it's not my fault or things like that and and push forward. And, 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 you know, I think for me personally, I did that pretty heavily at first. And then after mm-hmm. so much time, you're like, okay, well, I can't believe this is still happening. Yep. And I think I got to come out of that valley and, and, and get back to, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. Absolutely, Andrew. Lucas, please. Uh, well, just, I think for me personally, it would just go back to the whole, you know, praying for your enemies thing. And like, yeah. uh, if there's people that really, you know, get your goat or whatever, like 
pray for them. And, and it's hard to, it's hard to hate someone when you're praying for them. And I don't feel like I've had like a, a mortal enemy and, you know, <laughs> since I was in high school or whatever, but, um, but just, I think it's, it's hard to like hate someone to the core while you're praying for them, even if they do awful things, like it starts to humanize them and helps you see things through a more, you know, faith-based perspective. And it also reminds you that, you know, for all the bad things they've done, you know, you've done stuff that's bad too. And, and Jesus knows it all and he forgave you anyway. So then that kind of reminds us where we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to act. That's funny that you'd say that. I heard something on the radio yesterday that I thought was fantastic. Uh, he was talking about, this gentleman was talking about a pastor that became very famous and was a fantastic speaker and all that. And when people would, um, the temptation when you get to that position is you kind of can go to your head and you can think, I am all that. But this pastor, mm. anytime someone would come to him and say, you know, that was a, that you, you did great. And, and, or, or you know, uh, great, a little bit more than great sermon pastor. Like it, they were really trying to encourage how well he was doing. And the pastor would say, um, if you really knew me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that or some, something to that effect. And the, the point was that he, he isn't perfect. He doesn't have all the answers and he messes up too. Um, I, I guess it, to me, it was a, a little bit about perspective and knowing where you really are at. Um, a little humility. Great way to have them leave the church on an awkward note. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. If you really knew me. If you, <laughs> the, the way I'm not doing it, I'm not quoting it verbatim, all right? Yeah. Get a little more tact. Anyway, oh, heaven's sakes. The obedience part, I'm, I'm with both of you. Uh, there is an, loving your enemy is, uh, is not an emotional state, it's an action. Right. Uh, and so it is, it is actually living this out, not just going, Oh, I love my enemies today and getting the warm, fuzzy feelings. Um, it, it, it is an, great. It is an active, uh, it is an action. And so I don't know a hundred percent what that looks like right now. Cause I'm not sure that I want to seek out my enemies and go, I'm here to love you. Um, but when the opportunity arises, I I want to be sensitive to what the spirit is saying and, I want to pray for those uh, certainly that I feel are persecuting me in, in whatever way that looks like. Thanks mom for liking the stream. Uh, the next part, and this is really, sometimes we skip over this. Uh, this is really where the rubber meets the road and, and where we get real. If you're willing to go there, it's the repentance part. And it's about writing out any confession that God reveals to you in this passage. We've kind of all touched on it. I don't think that, that we're going to be surprised by any of this. But if applicable, write down any steps that you might be taking to turn away from sin and walk in holiness. I will just jump right on this and go, guys, I would repent that I have hated my enemies at times. I have been wronged and I have not responded in love. That's just, I would confess that as, as sin. And so, you know, for me, what I want to do is, again, not that I want to be a doormat for people to just push around and stuff like that. At the same time, I want to be sensitive to what God wants to do in that moment when someone challenges me in my faith or, or, or you know what I mean, or comes against me in some way or, um, or tries to take my own, you know, my freedom, a freedom that I might have away or things like that. Um, so for me, I certainly have not loved my enemies and prayed for those that have persecuted me as well as I should have. Anybody want to throw down anything before we keep going? I don't have anything to add. Uh, 
Oh, oh, well, just follow Lucas and Andrew's example. They've got it all together. (laughs) Perfect. You wouldn't wouldn't say that about them if you knew them. (laughs) Oh, so, oh, I went, I'm I'm freaking out and going to the wrong screens now. I was so pumped to say all that. Uh, The last thing that we do with Smorp is, uh, is we do prayer, which is where you spend time thanking the Lord for all his blessings and write down anything or anyone that he puts on your heart. Uh, so encourage you to do that because it's easy to, to get folk being thankful really turns things around. Um, and, uh, so spend some time doing that guys, that has been our smorp and how's our time doing? Andrew, are you prepared? My man. I'm prepared. All right. Well, let's play the little stinger music and, and, uh, see if anyone can remember, remember this voice. stuff i want to say uh mark yeah mark 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 daughter (laughs) hard to believe we got him but (laughs) but we did all right we're gonna play sports and star stuff it's basically balderdash i am gonna give a word it's gonna be either a sport word or a star word which could be like sci-fi show or space or whatever they guys are going to write down the, the definition, a fake definition that they think it is. I have also made a fake one and I have a real one. So we're going to have four and then they're going to try and guess which one they think is the right one. You can also guess in the chat. Please do not Google it and cheat. Uh, and uh, here we go. The word for you guys is rack. I almost put my answer in in our group chat. Me too. <laughs> Do it on, uh, text me. I need to find you. Oh, my word. I text so many people. Rack. Did you see you can pin people at the top? I, I like that. I do. I have you guys, our group chat, and Mandy pinned up there. Samesies, except for not Mandy, Tiffany. <laughs> uh, I forget rack. what we're doing. It's probably good. How do you spell it? <laughs> R-A-C-K. this part of the song this is taking too long (laughs) sorry okay i am i'm ready fire away uh rack oh no i messed up just a sec okay i'm ready not actually rack (laughs) yeah whoops (laughs) that was the uh niv version whoops (laughs) here we go 
the plastic triangle apparatus that holds and aligns the pool balls. Mm-hmm. The final score in the game of squash. Mm. The equipment you bring climbing. The official term for the player's bench in basketball. Do you want them one more time? I think I got them. I know which one it is. Wait, what do you mean you know which one it is? Oh, I know which one it is. Do you? I do. Uh, okay, well, now I'm basing my answer on what sports I think you've played. Okay, can you go through them again? I'm now judging them solely yeah. on whether Luke has played them. The okay. official yeah. term for the player's bench in basketball. Heavens no. The Dairy Dunkers. You, the equipment you bring climbing, the final score in the, the game equipment? of squash, and the plastic triangle apparatus that holds and aligns the pool balls. going to say uh, Lucas went like this for climbing. I don't think you claw your fingers quite like that, but I'm going, okay, well, go ahead, Lucas. Let's see what you choose. Well, no, I know which one it is, so you got to guess. Otherwise, you just pick mine and win. Well, we tie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my soul! Just pinch just say. Oh, does anybody know? Come on, someone in chat. There's ten of you. you, you <laughs> it's use... the plastic triangle and pool. Uh, okay, so uh, basketball. Or is it basketball? No, squash. Squash is what my gut said. So squash. Okay, uh, you ready? No. <laughs> the answer is the equipment you bring climbing. No. <laughs> ah, look the record. But it is also called Rackham. It's pool, like the rack. <laughs> that was I think Brad, it could be two things. That was mine. But it is also that. Stuff can be two is things. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't the right answer. <laughs> okay. Shoot. It's it a homophone. Climbing, eh? Mm, well, interesting. There you go. Oh, Ryan Wilson says pool. Ryan, you're a little late. We're all wrong. All right, well, yeah, Ryan Wilson. Hey, Ryan. It was pool. You're right. <laughs> well, there you go. There is your sports and start stuff. All right, everyone, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Oxford Holy Club. Throw up the hashtag OH Club if you're talking about us or talking to us. Um, We would love a five-star rating in iTunes. And if you do, we'll even read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. You can also browse our merch there and buy it if you want. And guys, we don't pay to advertise, so if you can, click that share button on this post. That would go a long way to helping us spread the Oxford Holy Club everywhere. Until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun. Racks are in pool.